0: Hey, everybody. Here we are. It's a Tuesday. We got the Colic racing tires lit up. I love it. I banged love my it. elbow on it. Oh, man. Hurt. We're going oh. to be, by the way, Plan I, hurt. Uh, Jason's injured. We're going to start a contest, I believe. Uh, we got to think about this, M- Mikey, for the month of June. Who can who will lose more things in a month, Jason or G? Oh, it's me. It's not even close. It's the one thing uh, I can dominate G in. No. I, can I don't know Jason. Uh, I, don't I have know. never met Two guys <laughs> um,
1: who lose more than I've never seen anything like it every day they both lose something so so like so like my wife she keeps like she just takes my wallet and keys like if I'm going in somewhere she's like she takes it because she feels she, like I'm gonna lose it somewhere yeah. so she just she just cuffs it like and Jason's know? just as bad. you guys lose your ID on average three times a week I think. yeah I haven't lost mine in a while I'm, pretty, right. I'm did you get it in a couple of weeks Did you have to get a new one? Oh, yeah. See, yeah. see, I don't want to. I'm, I'm so definitely afraid like <laughs> to get a new one because then I'm right next to Jason. I what had a, I had
2: a visitors one.
1: Okay. And yeah, like, that's right.
2: And I was scared to tell anyone at channel three that I'd lost. Yeah, because hey. the one thing they did when they handed me they said, this. don't lose this. Oh, and man. that's the first thing I did was lose the yeah. badge. Yeah. By
0: the way, yesterday, Jason wasn't here. I wasn't here. I'm in the rest of the week. Mikey McDougats was off. He's back. We'll get to bed. But you know, one other thing I just wanted to hit on real quick. So yesterday, when the show was over, I wasn't able to pay attention to the show yesterday. I was very busy yesterday. And Mikey was away. And we, we got this long, in our text group, we got this long text from Steve Becker, our executive producer, about how good the show was yesterday. Apparently, it was a very strong show. So I was like, okay, these guys are going on and on. It was a great show. So I said, well, let me just see how good it was. So I didn't have time to watch the whole show yesterday because I was, I was kind of busy. So I went on to Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. You may not know this. They don't just do movies. They do TV shows. Really? They they give grades. The critics give grades, and apparently yesterday's show got an 8.2. I see it right here, an 8.2. Here's what they said. Now, 8.2 is pretty good. That's out of 10. That's really good. It says here's what here's what they wrote up. This was some of the this was the overall. So different critics give a breakdown on each show, and then they do have a consensus. And this was the consensus. Okay. A very strong show overall, great. Earl and Anthony got a little big for their britches and showed up late for work the following day. But at least Earl didn't argue that Donovan Mitchell is better than LeBron. And Anthony was able to go one day without a spelling error. How about that? Uh, Jay rambled a bit. G's knee jerked so much that he hit Typhus in the balls. Apparently that downgraded the number a little bit. And in the end, let's face it, there's still a ceiling on an episode. That did not have Mikey, girlfriend on the down low McNuggets. And <laughs> we'll
3: address that. We will address that.
0: And the recently voted sexiest man in Cleveland, me, Adam the Bull. I didn't vote that for myself. That's just a, that's the that's the breakdown. 8.2. Good job, guys, yesterday. Very yeah, good. Yeah, a couple all couple right. things on that real quick. Check great. out Rotten Tomatoes for all the grades on the different shows.
3: I went yeah. back, I watched the full show. Yeah. Anthony and Earl, they killed it. They, they really did. They held it down, all yeah. the content. We had the perfect panel for some of the talks yesterday, especially yes. with the defensive line, Boogie being in, the John Morant conversation. Yeah, everybody but said Boogie was great yesterday. The audacity of these two to my right. Yeah. To think they, they won something. No they showing. showed up 15, both showed up 15 minutes late today. I'm in here early. We've got a ton of work to do. That's amazing. And I'm looking around. I'm spinning in my circle chair upstairs. You can see it on my Twitter. I tweeted yeah. out the video. Both these two showed up late, but to their credit, they got their work in, they right. did We have a great show coming up today. We're going to do your bet. I got a story that we're going to dive into things. Okay. And uh, program note, Cecil Shorts, who is one of Earl's friends from high school, uh, had to reschedule. He's going to come on Thursday now. He had a last-minute emergency, so we will not have Cecil Shorts on the show today. I know it said on the coming-up yeah. slate. Apparently,
0: re- Cecil got a call from a closer friend than Earl and was going on that guy's show instead.
3: <laughs> you think it's Donovan Mitchell? <laughs> right. right, will be back on Thursday. Poor um, Earl, he man. he was not avoiding the show, um, no. but he will not be on today. He'll be on Thursday. Bull. Yes. Let's get to your bet. I uh, lost one thing, yesterday. We get, real quick, real, yeah. one more thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. We keep giving Anthony and Earl kudos for doing their job yesterday. They forgot to update your standings over the weekend. Oh, not, here. not a shocker. I think I went 1-1 one one on Friday, I believe. Hey. <laughs> haters are haters. It's okay. Uh, you went 1-1 one on, one on Friday. And you I went lost yesterday. and one yesterday, so you're 1-2 and two in your last three. Which That's brings a slump you, for me. Your baseball record of 27-15. and 15. You were still on fire. Jason actually owes me money because my A's bet hit. <laughs> All three times when I was in South Carolina. Mm. One three in a row. But you can't bet in South Carolina, so I venmo Jason. He bet for me. It's a lame-ass state. So I make the bets for him. There you go. He did. So Jason owes you some cash in a sec. But Bet Rivers is bringing us Bulls Bet of the Day, as always. And you can check them out at BetRivers.com. Download the BetRivers app today for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. And when you use deposit code SPORTS, you receive a second chance bet up to $500. So get in on all the action now. BetRivers.com. Download the app. Check them out today.
0: All right, the bet today is, what did I take? I don't even remember. Uh, Oh, the Giants, that's right. They've got Alex Cobb pitching today against the Phillies. They're at home, and Cobb's pitched really well so far in the season. The Phillies have have been lousy, one of the disappointing teams, uh, and they have been particularly poor on the road. So the Giants uh, will get some good pitching tonight, and they will win their plus 102. It's basically an even game. So I'll take the Giants in this one. There you go. All right.
3: knocked over my keys.
0: I knocked right. over G's water. There you go.
3: Sorry, uh, Mikey. Okay. You my, have a story for us. I do. I got it, it's a two-story combo here, but it's all related. So <laughs> two-story combo. Yeah, we're gonna start. So with Mikey the, has a serious girlfriend, which I didn't know either. We'll get That's the end of story too. Oh, okay. Let's start with chronological order here. So, uh, I mentioned it on the show, but my grandpa passed away a couple weeks ago. And I was unable to make it down to the funeral. The day I was supposed to fly down was the day the heavens opened up in Cleveland. And the only flight that would have got me to Myrtle Beach in time was uh, delayed and canceled. So I missed the funeral. So this past weekend, I went down to visit my grandma, spent some time with her. And we went out to dinner on Saturday with a bunch of her friends. Now, my grandma's 82. She's doing great. But it was me at dinner with five women, 60 and older. So just picture the scene. And we're at dinner
0: and it's the like wait golden girls here.
3: Golden Girls 2.0 Myrtle yeah. Beach era. Yes. We're at at the table, about to order appetizers, and the waitress comes up and she's a, a woman and she looks at me and goes, Excuse me, are you McNugget? <laughs> and the look of pure confusion and uncertainty with what she's <laughs> saying on her face was baffling. And I'm like, wait, what's going yeah, yeah, I, I am. Yeah. Like, what's up? She goes, oh, someone in the other room is a big fan. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. what? A, okay. Okay. Uh, send him over. Like, come say yeah. what's up. And she's like, okay. So as soon as the waitress leaves, look at my grandma. I'm like, did you set me up? Like, am I getting punked? Did my brother call this in? Like, I'm in Myrtle yeah. Beach. I'm not in Cleveland now. In Myrtle, my grandma has no clue. She understood what I did before when I was a, a regular TV reporter. This whole YouTube thing. She's still a little, get yeah. still a little uncertain Does of what it really is. really is. she know your nickname or no? She had no idea it was McNuggets. So as soon as oh, wow. she was like, what's a McNugget? I was like, okay, oh, you wow. definitely didn't set me up. Right, like, right, this right. Is... So about 20 minutes later, the manager of the restaurant, this guy named Mike comes over. And he's like, McNuggets, what's up, bro? And I was like, I got someone a fan of Myrtle Beach. Like, this is awesome. Is he's cool. like, hey, I'm from Canton. I know G. Bush. G, I'm not... I'll show you a picture in a sec. Mm-hmm. You may know this guy, his name's Mike. He worked at Midtown Bistro. Uh, he's like, yo, watch the show every day. I'm from Canton. You guys keep me in touch with Cleveland Sports down here in Myrtle Beach. Thank you for what you guys do. I love the show. Love you guys. Can I get a picture? I was like, of course. But my grandma's got to be in it. So, Steve, take the picture. This is me, my grandma, and Mike from Midtown Bistro in Myrtle Beach this weekend. I <laughs> know <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, Mike. This if, dude, this, what is he doing? How long has he been down there? I don't know. I, I don't know. But this is Mike from Midtown Bistro. Funny. He says he knows you. You want to see the proudest grandma in the world? Oh, yeah. When we sat down with my grandma, that was the biggest flex she ever oh, had. Oh, my God. That was so, like oh, that's a grandma's grandson,
0: dream right your there. Your
3: grandson's a celebrity. It was <laughs> – you know, it's cool getting recognized, but to see my grandma, the, the smile on her face through yeah. that. It That's was the awesome. coolest moment in the world. That yeah. Mike
1: dude looks jacked. Listen, Pretty big dude. G, yeah. do you know him? Yeah, I grew up with that dude, bro. Like, it's so crazy because why would he be? I'm, I didn't even know he was in South Carolina. You was sick of the cold. Shout out to my man, bro. I grew up with him from like this tall, bro. We went to high school. We might have went to middle school together, too. This is crazy. I hope you got a free cheesesteak out of it or <laughs> salad or something.
3: Shout you out got, to uh, Mike, man. He, he hooked us up. He what was kind of school. restaurant was it? It's called Midtown Bistro. Oh, Bistro. On Midtown Highway Midtown. 17. And Myrtle Beach was very okay. good. Would highly yeah. recommend it. All right. Uh, so then yesterday. Yeah. So that happens. Yeah. So yesterday, I guess, on the show, Tyvis starts the show announcing I have a girlfriend. Now Ms. wait We'll get to it. All right. All we'll right. get to this. Go ahead. So I didn't watch the show at this point. Yeah. I'm going to basketball last night, and <laughs> I'm getting gas in Shaker Heights. And as I'm getting gas, pumping gas, these three people walk by, and they go, Yo, McNuggets what's up hey we love the show Tyvis put all your dirty laundry on on the show today what's up with that and i was like i still haven't listened what he says like oh you got to call him right now yeah so i call Tyvis on the spot i'm like Tyvis, i got three people here walking by <laughs> they said you aired out my dirty laundry what's up so Tyvis goes on his little backtrack yada yada i didn't yeah. know so yes we'll clear the air i do have a girlfriend we'll call her miss mcnugget from now on she is uh approved of that nickname so i like
0: happy mew so wait a second here. That yes. was that's a lot of. <laughs> that, that's a lot of. How,
3: this, does, that, how that, did know <laughs> you had a
0: girlfriend? Like, did you
3: told him? He was up in the studio, or he comes in early, and I forget how it came up. Yeah, when yeah. were talking. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, you were keeping that. Qu- were you keeping it quiet on purpose? I, no, I
3: just, I just don't talk about my personality. I was mean, a little insulted that I
1: didn't know this. I, I was, I was kind of saying, he know? said I was saying, oh, I, knew. I was too early. I knew. I was too early. He said, "Gee, Bush, do saying that. I'm yeah, seeing seeing her to the game." I said, "Okay, cool. We ain't gonna say Wait, nothing. I think I knew, right? It's the one I think I know, right? Yeah, you better of guess. I'm yeah, a little yeah, yeah. insulted. You better too,
3: Bull. You all know who she is. I know who she we're gonna is. Keep, we're gonna keep her name private, by the way. I know way, that. So That's fine. I know
0: who she is, but I didn't know she was like. A,
1: like officially a girlfriend, bro. She came. She worked on her game over the summer, and she came back and got a max deal. <laughs> <laughs> max deal. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> like now, she getting that nil money. <laughs> yeah, oh, she getting that nil money. <laughs> she getting, She getting all that. This right now. This part of name I, image likeness right I now. I said to Mcnuggets this morning, I was like, I was like, <laughs> you guys moving in together yet or what? Yeah, like this this guy like, hey, hey, moving He be asking grown person questions. Yeah. So you shacking up?
3: <laughs> yeah, no, it's we're, we're not. At, well, I, I, stage,
1: take, yeah.
0: I take offense that you didn't let me know. Shout
1: out to Miss McNugget. I, I'm glad you're out here in these streets moving around.
3: You know very what I'm saying? So. I will say, last yeah. thing, we'll move on to some real football. Yeah. Uh, about Miss McNugget, she is the biggest director. She likes Director Steve more than she likes me. She's a Director well, Steve fan. very so. likable. I know. He's got that risk game. So, just throwing it out there. Director Steve Riz, is now, the, uh, now,
1: Steve, Director Steve, if you... If yeah. you if, if director Steve, you pull up and have a girlfriend, we're going to have a problem. You better let everybody know. I need everybody. Yeah, to know like, that. We, like Steve doesn't talk about his. Well, I mean, we're gonna you know, find out. Yeah, I'm gonna right. get him a profile. Oh yeah,
3: we're listen. Some anyway. people love sharing their personal business. Some people yeah. keep it on the DL. That's it is true. what It is,
0: but you know, Miss Big Nugget does we, exist. Everybody's got to share here. We're all part of the same group. <laughs> Pause. So that that's, <laughs> yeah. things have changed in our relationship, Mike. I thought we were close, that I would one know that. team,
3: one unit, and that relationship is, by the way, brought to us by, <laughs> by Lorraine County Community College. Your classes, your future, if there's any future Baby McNuggets on the way, which yeah. will be at least 10 years out, oh they will God. register for summer and fall classes at LorraineCCCCCCCC.edu. <laughs> so many C's. C's get degrees. So little time. Community College. Take it away.
0: All right, guys. So, obviously, yesterday on the show, Jason and I weren't here. G was. And you talked about the big acquisition. Uh, yes, I sir. I assume you guys were all in favor of it. Yes, sir.
1: What do you mean? ho? Oh, what do you mean? i like, was in favor of it. This was.
0: This Does anybody, Jason, I assume uh, you're good with it as well? Yeah, for what they gave up. I mean, There's, it's a one
2: It's a one year deal, right? Like they restructured. They it gave up
0: nothing. Yeah, to give up two fives to
2: get uh established pass rusher. I don't know how, I don't see where the downside is. There's a little bit of injury concern history with them. Yeah. But at, who, what NFL player isn't? Isn't there
0: right. not and if well, but injury concerns. I, I actually don't. I mean, he missed all of the twenty-one season basically. But in the other three years, three of the other four years of the last four years, he. Had, I don't think. I think he's missed one game total in those other three years. Yeah. So. Yeah,
2: and I, you know, production kind of slipped a little bit as the year went on. But again, having miles on the other side, having guys to rotate in. Yeah. That's, I think that's the most encouraging thing about this is the fact that I, I can't recall when the Browns have had this much depth on the defensive line. It's been. I mean, maybe the the '80s or the '90s, since they've had talent that you could roll in, yeah. And and that's what top teams do is when you can pull guys off the field, and and not get a considerable slip in play. And yeah. I, I think that's the most encouraging. Yeah. Now we've got to see this. it on the field, of course. These guys haven't played yes. together. Yes. Yes.
0: Darius Smith is not young.
2: No, he's not. However, but he's going to be motivated.
0: However, yes, I think he's going to be highly motivated. I think playing with Miles Garrett is going to make him better. I think. Miles Garrett playing with him is going to make Miles Garrett better. Yeah. I love this move. I think it's great. I'm not ready to tell you the Browns have the best defensive line in the league. That's absurd. I'm they not ready to tell you they got the best year. defensive line in the division. Right, right, right. we like, got to see it on the field. Right. But on paper, it is, as G was saying on the phone, yes, it's way, way, way better than it was last year. Oh, 100%. I, I would still argue that they don't de- have a definitive second starter at defensive tackle even at this point. Right, like who's their second defensive tackle?
1: I think what's the name going to start? Doc
3: Rivers just got fired, by the way.
1: Okay, did he? We can get into that. let throw it out there. Deservedly wow. so. I mean, the Little guy's been the biggest choker
0: in the NBA. Wow. I think
1: Siaki is going to start. Really? Yeah, I think he got a chance. To right, start. but it's unknown. Like, yeah, we, but yeah, they got. There's thousands of people that could be in there. So I, I think that listen, it's not without question
0: marks. However, you spent the money on Tomlinson, you spent the money on Oboe. you made this trade. Yeah. You've Added three guys that we know can can play at least some level of at least solid football on the defensive line in addition to Miles Garrett. So now you you have four guys on your defensive line. Now it's three ends and a tackle, but you have four guys on the defensive line that, you know, at worst are going to be quality starters. Mm -hmm. They had one last year, maybe two with Clowney, maybe, Mm -hmm. but he was a mess. Now they have four. That's a huge difference. Now, how much do the Browns go from awful to average on the D-line? Or do they go from awful to excellent on the D-line? That we're not going to know until we see it. But we know it's going to be better. That we know for sure.
2: Okay. People with the Browns believe that defensive linemen will love playing in Jim Schwartz's system because right. of, it's, it's not a lot that's asked of them. It's, it's very simple, but yet it's the crux to everything that they do is the, is the front four. And so for that reason also, you know, I think that these guys are going to be able to get after it and I think they're going to enjoy playing in the scheme. So I, I, I don't see, I was never a big clowny guy like at all. I didn't like the signing even the first time around. Yeah. I'm much higher on this. I, it, the fact that he does, when, 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 when guys are willing to keep bouncing and teams are willing to keep letting you go, yeah. that, that does set up, it's you. a flag. Yeah. It's certainly a flag, but the production is there. The numbers are there. It's only for one year. What you gave up is minimal for what you could get out of it. And if it works and both sides enjoy it, maybe they can work out something long-term. Right. But the fact that it's a low risk, you're not tied into a massive contract with this guy, give him a year and see what he's got. Yeah. I, I, I don't see any downside to Gee, it. Gene, let me
0: ask you this. Mm-hmm. The Browns have significantly upgraded their defensive line. We know that. Mm-hmm. Again, on paper, but they're, I, I would think at least they're going to be average on the defensive line, at least, minimum, yeah. right? And they sucked last year. So that even even if they're average, that's a pretty big upgrade. Yeah. And I, I think we'd all agree they'd probably be better than that. But I'm going to at least say minim, the floor is average now. Okay. We know the secondary on paper is good. It disappointed at times last year, but it's good. Mm-hmm. We all like the Thornhill addition. The Browns have done – the Browns have committed to those two positions mm-hmm. with draft capital, with money. They've committed nothing to linebacker, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, now, they have in the past – but a position which was, uh, you know, as bad art you could argue as bad as the D line was the linebackers last year, mm-hmm. they've added nobody. They brought back the guys from last year who were mostly injured. Mm-hmm. They haven't added a single like the only additions at that position are undrafted free agents, right? So you've made no significant additions there. Do we believe I'll start with you G that they think our linebackers are fine with the defensive line being a lot better. They'll. Because of that, they'll play better, or is it just well we can't fix everything at once? So let's go all in on the D line, and if the linebackers aren't that good, we'll we'll hope for the best. I don't know. What I, do you what, do you, what I, do you say to that?
1: Listen, I sound like Jason Lewis. I've been I've been tinkering around with this Jim Schwartz video for a long time, mm-hmm. um, just trying to dig into his philosophy as a defensive coordinator. He does these series of seminars and different things, and I've been I've been watching them. And, and I've been start, I started on this video kind of just trying to give Brown's fans a little insight into what they possibly could see um, with with what the defensive line we have and what his philosophy is in the way he thinks about things. Um, but I, I believe that when Jim Schwartz went into the building, he said the first thing he's going to do is he's going to do some self scouting. So what he did is he went on through on the tape and said, Okay, let me let me look at our run defense run defense was terrible Our two safeties in the back. Um, they had a lot of blown miscommunication, which one of these guys is, is is salvageable. You look at John Johnson. I think he put it on John Johnson. I By think, the way, he's still a free agent, still a free agent. Nobody assigned it. I think he looked at John Johnson and said, I'm going to identify as him, the root cause for the miscommunications in the back. When it came to the to the defensive line, he, he needed to find out which was it. Is it your D line? That's getting you gashed up front and killed or is it your linebackers not feeling, not reading, not being able to tackle people? And I think he came to the conclusion that the defensive line um, was getting reached. They were getting cut off. They were getting double teamed. They got no penetration. So if you look at what they've done, they've completely overhauled the D line. Completely. You got 100%. new new names everywhere. You get to the linebacker core, and we talked to, with Quell about JOK. JOK looked all over the place, and I think. That Schwartz is going to take him as his pet project. He he feels, and I've always felt, in a, restri- in, a in a standard defense, Jok cannot just stand there and and just play traditional four three outside linebacker. He has to be a different type of position because you don't want people getting up on him on his body. So what he did is said, all right. We got guys that's going to keep Jok clean and we're going to move him around a little bit. When you look at Anthony Walker, is he a re- listen, is he a, a guy that's going to, you know, make waves? No. Is he a guy that's going to make a ton of plays and be Ray Lewis? No. He's a, he's a solid pro, but one thing he will do, he'll get you lined up correctly and he'll play his assignment. So when you that's look- if he can stay healthy. That's if he year. can stay healthy. Yeah. The only thing, and, and kind of throwing a bowl in it, the only thing that scares you is this each one of those guys has been injured every single year. That's right. And if you don't, if you don't, uh, uh, you know, put any resources to that position, you can have a really strong defense and then one or two of those guys go out and now you're looking like, wow, we we need to scramble to find somebody. That's the only thing I can think of as to why they won't bring anybody in. And it's a gamble. It's still a gamble. Yeah. I mean that clearly now,
0: Jason linebacker, if you're analyzing this team, Position group by position group, it's the worst position group. No. And that's the one you want to be the worst. Every team's gonna have a weakness, right?
2: Like in the NFL, there's gonna be holes everywhere. Sure. In Schwartz's scheme, you want it to be linebacker. He this this scheme de-emphasizes and listen, I don't want to go too far in that direction because all it takes is one bust, and we've seen one guy's out of position Mm -hmm. and the whole thing falls apart. But in this scheme, the priority is the front, next comes the secondary and then the linebacker. The linebacker is, quite honestly, it is the least important position group in this scheme. So I think for that reason, of course, if if the board fell right, they would have taken a linebacker a little bit. You know, They didn't take any linebackers. They yeah. would have taken a linebacker if the board right. fell a different way to them. Uh, they, But I think that they feel comfortable with who they have. They know what they have in the building. Again, right. yes, injuries are concerned. Injuries are concern with every team at every position. So it's part of the nature of the NFL. And I don't think you can worry about what are we going to do? You, you know, guys are going to get hurt, right? Like, you know, they're going yes. to, and, and, you know, like Dequell knows the linebacker play far more than I do in the NFL. I don't want to pretend like I know how to scout linebackers. I'm not saying that at all. If he says JOK is a problem, then I'm going to lean toward the veteran. Right. However, I do think with the way that they play up front, if he's going to have success, this is the scheme for him to have. success. Right. This is JOK's in.
0: last year. If he doesn't get it, like, I, I believe If he so. can't. If they can if Jim Schwartz can't find a way to use him, he's not usable. I that's think he's probably, he,
2: he had, a, he had a pretty good rookie year. He had a terrible second year. Yeah. A lot on the line this year for that's him. right. For and him. I think this is a good system for him now. Like I'm not yeah. so sure about last year Yeah. with the way they're going to run this scheme now. You know, and we saw a lot of Taki Taki last yeah. year when they moved him to the middle where he was at least serviceable, whereas in the past, it yeah. wasn't a lot there, but when they moved him around a little bit. Okay, there's a little bit something there. So, I'm not as – it is by far the weakest position group, yes. It's actually – if
0: you think about the Browns uh, roster, thinking about every position group, offense, defense, it's the only position group that's below – even below every position group on the Browns, I would say is at worst average, average. or better. I'd agree, with except that. for linebacker. I'd probably agree, except with except for linebacker. And, right? and it could be average if these guys stay healthy. They could be average. Andrew That's Walker's the ceiling, team. I think, for that group. Probably. Yeah. Yes. That's probably. And, and try, I think we'd we all sign for the linebackers being average. Yeah. Yes. We'd yeah. all sign for that.
2: And again, if you if if you have to pick one spot on yeah, this sure. t- on this defense or really yeah. on this team yeah. to say where can we get away with being a little bit below average, where?
0: Yeah. Can, where can they get away with it? It would be linebacker. Let me ask you guys one more thing, and then we'll go to Mikey. Is this about linebackers specifically? No. Finish okay. your linebackers. Me, and I'll, I'll, well, I'll this is them. not. This is more D line, but but um, um, so the Browns. G talked about it. Complete overhaul of the defensive line, mm-hmm. and think about you know they still have some guys there that have been here, but outside of Miles Garrett, is it possible that every other defensive lineman on this roster, when the season begins, was not on this team last year, besides Miles Garrett? Is it possible? Yes. Is Will it happen? No. Okay. What What do we So, Tomlinson, Smith, Oboe are all definitely on this team. Yes. Right? Along with Miles. I
2: think Alex Wright and Jordan Elliott are back from last year.
0: For sure. You don't think Winfrey is definitely back? And I don't think he's and definitely back, definitely no. on the team. He was a high pick this yeah. year. He is on the team. So, we know that there's going to be four new guys on the defensive line. Minimum. I think if Hurst is healthy, what. Again, he missed the last two years, so who the hell knows? Maybe this guy will never play again. But his first two years in the league with a good San Francisco team, he was a good player. Yeah. And he's missed two years. If he's healthy, he's he's going to be on this team. Yeah, oh, for if sure. If he's still the player he was yeah. two yes, years ago. Yes, absolutely. So, I think there's a chance there's five, possibly even six, new defensive linemen on this team, which is good.
1: Yeah, there's – there's I, I think Isaiah Thomas will make the – so, they just got McGuire. He's on the team. I think Isaiah Thomas may make the team. I think Wright may make the team. Um, the guys who I think is is borderline is uh, Jordan Elliott, but I think Winfrey and Tommy Togiai are out. They're not. Oh, you think Winfrey's definitely out? Yeah, I think they're done. Well, Togiai's definitely out.
0: Yeah, 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 done. yeah. yeah, that, yeah so done. Mikey, what do you got?
3: You talked about the Browns linebackers at best being average. I yep. think its potential on the defensive line is elite. Potential. I agree. Is elite. So we talked about this in the pre-show meeting, and I want, I want to pitch it to you. And I want to start with you, Bull, and I want to end with G, because I know you guys are on different sides here. Do you think with the additions of Zadarius Smith, Oboe, Tomlinson, Ika, the rest of the guys they've added, McGuire, the Browns have the best defensive line in the division? And if bigger than the division, could it be the AFC, the NFL? Where, where does I, that rank? I, among I the, don't the think I cast? can
0: say it's the best in the division until I see them play obviously the talent has been upgraded and the potential is there certainly to be the best in the division and one of the best. I think it, it the Browns could have a top five defensive line. I think that is possible absolutely. But I can't I can't make them top five when none of these guys have played for the Browns except for Miles Garrett. So until I see them do it, I'm not putting them top five. I think you've got to earn it to some degree before you're given that grade, right. but that doesn't matter. The potential is clearly there for them to be that. That's how I see it, but I'm not, like, I- I'm not ready to go there. There's some good pass rushes in this division, and the Browns got to prove it, but w- w- it would not surprise me if the middle of the season we're saying the Browns have a top-five pa- uh, defensive line in the league. And that would—that's a long way to come
2: from last year. Absolutely, in one off season, that's yeah. that's a big turnaround. I don't get hung up on rankings. Yeah, I, there's no right. way to know. Like, yeah, it's all conjecture. We're not respective.
0: following other teams right. as closely. What they're doing but there. But
2: if I'm gonna like off the top of my head, if I'm thinking who's got the best defensive lines in football, will the Eagles come to mind? The Chargers come to mind. The Steelers mm-hmm. are there. The Cowboys, and the Browns. Like at, at this point, yeah, I think you can have that conversation that those guys. Now, what order do you want to put them in? I don't know. But yeah. Cam Hayward and Jay and uh, and T.J. Watt are right. pretty doggone good. Within well, the, the division.
0: Ravens' defensive line was also very good second half of last year.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: Bengals have a pretty good defensive line. I do think it's reasonable to think the Browns could end up being better than all in this division. I totally agree. But we got to see it. I right. got to see it a little bit. Before I think I'm ready to I go think there.
2: the Browns and the Steelers are probably a nudge above the Bengals and the Ravens on defensive lines, but. Maybe not. Yeah, on paper, yes. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I, I want to see how this plays out. I want to see how this looks in Schwartz's yeah. scheme. But and, and I'm tired of paper champions.
1: Right. Like, and the... remember,
0: there's something to be said. And, gee, you know this better than anybody because you played defensive line. And we think about this with offensive line. But I think it's important for defensive line, too. There's the chemistry of guys playing together, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think on paper, I see the talent that the Browns have on the defensive line and the talent that the Bengals have. And I do think the Browns have more talent than the Bengals do. Uh, DJ reader at D tackle is better than any individual player. Mm-hmm. The Browns have a D tackle. Yeah. but overall as a group, I think the Browns the Bengals are a like a pretty good defensive line. I think the Browns on paper are better than that. Our top five potential. However, the Bengals guys have chemistry, so they might be a little better in the beginning of the year because they're used to playing together. Yes. They know each other's moves. And so there's something to be said for that. So we got to see it on the field, yeah. but certainly on paper, they got a ton of talent.
1: there. Yeah. And, and I think one of the reasons why the people are so high on them is because they got a real defensive coordinator. They got a guy no doubt. they, <laughs> they no got doubt. they got a proven veteran and one of the things that you love as a defensive lineman is you know my problem with Joe Woods and a lot of other other uh, defensive coordinators is yes the principle uh, of just rushing four and dropping seven is something that every defensive coordinator wants to do. And that that sounds great. But anybody at home can call that defense. The great defensive coordinators understand that you do want seven people in coverage, but they also understand that you can't just, just have your guys, no matter how elite they are, going up there rushing four every single time. The equivalent of that in basketball is not running no offense and having your guards run pick and roll the whole game. Yes, pick and roll is hard to stop, but the whole defense is looking at them. It's hard. They, there's different things you could do to take that away. And so when you look at a guy like Miles Garrett, um, they could take that away. If you just rush a four. you could do all kinds of stuff up there. Double team him. He was the most double team defensive lineman in, in the game yeah. by far the last five years. And so my thing is this can they be great up front? Sure. Zadarius Smith is the has the best tools of anybody he's ever played with as far as pass rush tools, the ability, the, the, yeah, the no mixture of, of running pass, the explosiveness. He's the best and, and I didn't change my I changed my mind when I heard somebody I talked to Matt uh, Matt caller he uh, he covers the Minnesota Vikings and he talked about how 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 impactful Dalvin Tomlinson was and how they wanted to keep him the Browns just outbid him. Yeah, and and what he brings to the defensive line as yeah. far as being stout as far as being giving you some pass rush ability, and 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 he says, you know, they're gonna have to guard him, and they're gonna have to put two people on him, which is gonna be a decision to be made because yeah. you got Miles Garrett. So they, they got the, they got it, they got what it takes, but it's paper. Yeah, and, and and it is interesting that he and Tomlinson and Darius Smith do have some chemistry together.
0: Right. obviously, they played together. I mean, it's gonna be exciting to see. Yeah, the Browns, you know, we've been scarred. By optimism for the Browns, so many times. Yes. That's hard. You don't want to go over the top. We we were doing Friday our predictions, and I said nine and eight when I saw the schedule. I don't know. I, G went with 11 wins. I don't know what you Jason, you aren't here. I'd probably be. I, I don't do the schedule game. Yeah, I know. But probably 10, 11 wins.
2: Right? Like, there is potential. Like, the Browns do have a roster. i tell you, I don't
0: like the start. I don't want to do schedule game uh, now. Who cares? It's, that's you a know r- what? That's you a know, rough G start. G said too. this on Friday, and he's right. When your team is good, it don't matter who you're playing. It, it, it doesn't matter. If you belong with the big boys, then it doesn't matter. I I didn't care last year who the Bengals played in what right. I didn't care because I thought they could win every game. Because they
2: were and an established Super Bowl team. That's it. The
0: Browns yeah, are not. Nice. They weren't the year before, right? Like, let's go. Let's see what this freaking team is made of right away. Uh, you're
2: you're going to find out right let's away. Let's
0: go. And the Browns, potential, it, it, the Browns' potential is through the roof. If Deshaun Watson... Uh, we've said this a thousand times We'll so say a thousand more if it all comes down to John Watson, right? The rest of the roster is there. Yep. This team has no excuse.
1: Okay, so, none. So the talent's there. so totally McNuggets, I gave Mary Kay. We Mary Kay was on yesterday. Yeah, and I point blank asked her. I said, listen, is this the best? This the best talent on paper the Browns have ever had. And she said, yeah, she said, this is it. I mean, when you look at position group by position group. Yeah. Yeah, depth, all this stuff. It, on paper, we all yeah. know that they got to go out and play. And I, I'm looking at it in terms of this. If you were to ask me or ask anyone on the panel, if somebody said that Deshaun Watson was the Deshaun Watson this last year in in, in, in Houston, what would you say about the team? It's a 12 win team. There you right. go. Well, to me, the there goal go.
0: there's, there's three legit Super Bowl contenders in the AFC. The Bengals, the Bills, the Chiefs. Do yes. we all agree on that? Yes. The Browns have the talent, and if Deshaun Watson plays like he did in Houston, to be the fourth team in that group. I agree. All right? There's nothing, to, like, that group is is set. Those other three teams are there. The Browns are not blowing past those three. Mm-mm. The gonna goal to, is. They're going to have to go on the road and win in one of those places. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, maybe <laughs> if not. If not two of those yes. places. Maybe not, but one of those teams is in the division, so it's going to be tricky. Right? And if you don't win the division, then all your playoff games are on the road right. yes. unless there's other upsets along the way. So the Browns' goal to me, the first goal is, can we get to in the mix with the other three teams, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals? Can you be as good as those teams and then on any given day maybe beat them? There's never going to be a situation where you're going to be clearly better than those teams. Right. Those teams are great. Correct. They've been proven over the last couple of years, the Chiefs in particular, who have won two Super Bowls. Can they get into the mix with those teams? There's not a lot of teams. I don't think there's, in my opinion, there's only... The Browns are the only team I could see getting into the mix with those teams. I don't think the Jaguars can. I don't think they're good enough. You don't I don't the think Chargers? the Jets can. I, see don't see the Chargers. Chargers. I don't think the Chargers... Chargers the Chargers have, nice quarterback. have the quarterback. And there's something the quarterback. with that team that is that is missing. Yes. Maybe it's the coach. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the coach. Maybe it is. They have the quarterback they, to get they, into the They conference. certainly have the quarterback. Absolutely. And... So, Honestly, so does Jacksonville. I think they do too. Uh, at the I think
2: they're I think they're a couple steps away yet. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to put Trevor Lawrence in the class of those other guys. I think he gets there this year.
0: He might. I think he gets there this year. Uh, but anyway, I the Browns definitely have the capabilities to be one of those Super Bowl contending teams. But now it's got to come together. Yeah. Those teams and 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 by the way, if Will Brinson or Mike Florio pick the Browns to win 7-8 games, who gives a shit? Why does anybody care? Yeah. Who cares? Does that affect the Browns' record this year? No. no. The you know I mean I don't understand. People get so worked up about these things.
2: I, I don't know if that's a Cleveland thing or if that's every fan
0: base. That's I, everywhere. It? I think it's, it's everywhere. everywhere. I think our fans are a little more yes, sensitive. Yes, I
2: agree with that. I think Cleveland has uh, I don't know if it's an inferiority complex yes. that it I, I roll my eyes at it sometimes. But like, how dare you disrespect us and you're gonna blah,
0: get, blah, get disrespected blah, blah, until
1: you deserve yeah. not to be. Yeah. Yeah, you the, the Browns have been and, and let's be clear. Yeah. The Browns for the four three or three years out of the last 5 years, the Browns were the darlings of they the They were NFL. getting hype. They they were Absolutely. on every show. Yes. Uh when when they had uh Odell and, and Jarvis and Baker Mayfield, when Baker was rolling, 2020, they were like, "Oh wow, the Browns are on all prime time games." And That's right. 2021 came back they people were picking them. They wanna the cover sports Illustrated. That's right.
2: And then they threw up on their shoes. Everywhere.
1: <laughs> and by the way, and by greens. the way, <laughs> people <laughs> always bring up the guys <laughs> picking against them.
0: I've seen a couple of guys, like former players, saying, Hey, I think the Browns are gonna be good this year. Yeah. Uh what's his name? The former Jets offensive lineman. Uh who's on ESPN.
3: Uh the big huge Dam- Damien Wood Damien Woody. Oh, Damien Woody. Uh, like yeah, he was yeah.
0: going on. I think the Browns are the biggest sleeper team in the league. So listen. In the end, it doesn't matter if people respect or not respect your team. When you gain respect, right? That's right. It. I think go to the playoffs respect. and win games that matter. You get respect. And I
2: think people are gun shy to pick the Browns because of what G just that's said. That's right. They've, they've gotten on this bandwagon before yes. and the wheels
0: fell off. Exactly. It. Exactly.
3: Well, gee, before we get you guys the poll results, I know on the call. So both said they could be in the top five. Jason agreed on the call this morning. G, you said you could make at least on paper, the argument that the Browns' defensive line is as good as anyone in the league.
1: Yeah, Are of you course really you. want to stand by that? Yeah, that's it. Look, but here's my thing. If, if, you look at, if you look at what, what Miles Garrett was doing, Miles Garrett has not had a level of coaching. Miles Garrett has had these stooges in here. I remember Greg Williams, I, I remember Greg Williams telling him, telling Miles Garrett, I only want to see you do one pass rush move. What? That's like telling Michael Jordan, I don't never want to see you shoot a elbow, uh, bro. I'm Jordan. I shoot wherever I want to. What are you talking about? He has not had no nobody up there, and they was never scheming nobody up. in the Browns blitz the least amount I've ever seen. Like they put their linebackers back there and be like, hey, go cover somebody. No blitzing, none of that. I think right now when you look at his Smith, like I said before, he's the best pass rusher, best skills opposite of Miles Garrett. When you look at Tomlinson, Tomlinson is, is a top level, top flight, nose tackle, defensive, defensive tackle that is going to stop the run that gives you pass rush ability. And and, and the thing we want to get to is we want to get to the waves. But look about, look, look how much, you know, more I'm interested in the younger guys than starting. See now, Alex, uh, Alex, Wright. I don't need you to I don't need you to start. I just need you to come you're in an and give extra. me something. You're an extra. Yeah. Hey, Maguire, learn from these other dudes up front. Siaki Ika, we might only use you for one down. So what I need you to Perry do. on Winfrey, get your shit together or you're gone. Yes. Perry on <laughs> you want to do something? Wait, so now everybody is maximum. And the thing that put him over the top is this. oboe thought he was gonna be the dude young OG said this is my time to come out here and do my thing as a starting defense in and now all of a sudden Zedaria Smith is there yeah now look at the difference between having either oboe with Alex Wright but now you get oboe with Zedaria Smith or Zedaria Smith yeah but now you can mix up a lot of different things I, I just the reason they, I can't
0: put him number one on paper because they only have four short things yes. at defensive line. They four need a couple things. other guys to step up and have really big right. years. For- and, and teams like Philadelphia have more than four. Phil- Philly, know.
1: Philly is first of all. Philadelphia- but the Browns could get there. We just got to see it. Philadelphia. I'm sorry, I lied to myself. Philadelphia just went. There goes that knee. Gee, mm-hmm. man, Christmas. Philadelphia went. What, what they get? What, what, they got Nolan. I think they got Nolan Smith, right? Yeah, they, they, lo- they lost Georgia,
3: Hargrave, but they drafted Noah yeah. Smith. And I then, mean, and then and they drafted
1: the, the, who should have been the number one overall pick they, to start with. Right. They got him at like 10 and they got the other Jordan, Georgia player like Jordan yeah. Davis.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. Their defense is loaded. I'm sorry. They're even, they made me better, right? Uh, I mean, they could be.
3: Hargrave was phenomenal last yeah, year. Yeah, I think yeah. Jalen Carter's going to step in and play at that level immediately. Probably. But a, they have so many other guys already.
0: But. It wasn't like he was the only guy they had there.
3: No, I know. But he had 10-plus sacks last year for the defensive tackle position, too. Right, so, to expect have, a rookie to have 10 immediately. No, nobody's expecting that. They take a step But back they had a little three bit,
0: other guys but. that had double-digit sacks.
1: Hassan Redick right. is still there. Yeah. Yeah. By
0: the way, shouldn't the Browns – I would expect with Jim Schwartz them to be creative enough that we would see – so Smith, Oboe, and Miles Garrett. I was I, thinking I, that. So I yeah, I was thinking about that, right?
3: Jason, I had a dream, and I'm, I'm going to pitch this out to you guys. And this was, it was a dream. Yeah, this was a football wet dream here. And Whoa. it is. A Darius Smith on the left edge, Oboe on the right edge, Tomlinson in one defensive tackle, and Miles Garrett standing up over the center with a little Euro step. And he's on the right side. So you got one Euro step on the interior right side of the line. You got Darius Smith doing the Euro step. Rip move that G. Bush alluded to and showed in that uh, Twitter clip yesterday from Smith, and you had a double euro step with a bull rush in between and Obo going one on with the right tackle from the wide nine. Yeah, that's like football it. porn. Yeah, yeah, L- yeah, that's football porn. I, there,
1: I Listen, I just My dreams,
0: porn. Rather, than, rather than
1: I was in happy me <laughs> I was over here, and, and and then while I was talking to it. I was like a dog in heat. My knees just kept going. I was like, Oh my goodness. My pause!" Oh, there they go. Those are my knees. Look at my knees going. Hey, bro, listen, that Greyhound package. That is the Greyhound package. When you get the Darius Smith, you get miles Garrett, you get, you get a couple of, I might even put Hill in there. I like, I like your pass rush ability. When you get, when you get four defensive ends up there. And it's all basketball. You see Kevin the fancy got these dudes playing basketball at practice, right? And we missed one McNuggets. We missed it. I need JOK giving them that step back. That AKA Blitz Bluff. Oh, I'm up here blitzing. Step back. I'm out here shooting. They're going to have guys coming on blitzes. You might not know where they at. And Jim Schwartz is the first dude to really start talking about manipulating defensive tackles, right? He talks about the even the timing of engaging. He wants guys to actually engage with a defensive tackle and then drop back. Because now once you engage, he has to engage you and the blocking schemes are all messed up. Now you got a guy coming right behind you, keep coming free. When he talks about some of the stuff that he's able to do with messing up protections, messing up schemes because at the end of the day, you don't need to blitz all the time to get pressure. You just need to mess up their protect protection scheme. And he talked about it. Sometimes we don't need incomplete passes. We don't even need sacks. Sometimes we schedule in and and running a defense just so they think that they, they got to throw the ball fast and it's three yards and you're off the field. That, that that's what you need. And speaking of pressure, there's a ton of pressure this season on
0: Kevin Stefanski. Oh, yeah, because on paper. Andrew Barry has done a magnificent job this offseason. Can't say nothing. And they brought in, they and whoever you give credit for, they have, up it, again on paper, huge upgrade at D.C., mm-hmm. huge upgraded special teams coach. Mm-hmm. So we'd expect those units to be better. I'm expecting the defense to be good mm-hmm. this year. I'm expecting special teams to be way improved this year. It's all on the offense, and it's all on Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's young enough. That a year out and a suspension and should not ruin his entire career. Correct. He's got to play great, and it's partly on Stefanski to get him great with the right play calling and scheme and all that stuff. Man, this is They good. have enough talent at wide receiver. They got one of the top backs in the league. David Njoku's good enough at tight end, and, uh, and you got a good offensive line. I, there's
1: no excuse for them not to play well. We're here, people. We are – the Cleveland Browns fan base has waited for years for this. The you you we waited for years to have a coach, Maria offense, with a prime-time, bona fide quarterback with a skill set. Not the guys that's dinking and dunking. Not the 5'10 tryhards, Not the guy that's going to take all the checkdowns. We got a bona fide quarterback that can move in the pocket. Now it's time to see what it looks like. If the Browns were smart, I would love, I would love to be a fly on the wall to be in these sessions with him and and Deshaun Watson is cooking up these plays, talking about what the new-age Browns offense is going to look like. Because trust me, This is supposed to be a new-age Browns offense. This is a new world order. This is not your your grandfather's 3 tight end game. I want to see how well he acclimates this guy. And at the same time, we cannot forget about Nick Chubb. This offense cannot forget about Nick Chubb. Just because we throw the ball does not mean we diminish his meaning and value. If he can marry the two, And do it in a way that Deshaun is comfortable and Nick Chubb is still a part of this offense. The Cleveland Browns will be a team where for the first time you can wake up on a Sunday and not be scared because you know, you can compete with anybody on that schedule. They
2: are feeling it in the building. They all feel it. They Mm. know what's at stake this year. They have to win. Uh, Absolutely. And they know they have to. There's a ton of pressure to win. This has to work because frankly, I
0: don't want to consider what happens if it doesn't like if if
2: this doesn't work, I mean, what do you do?
0: do? Yeah. What Uh, what do you do? G said before that Mary Kay was on yesterday and said it's the most talent the Browns have had in however long you agree. Uh, yeah, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, without, yeah,
2: I mean, especially because the quarterback like, right. And and nationally, people are not expecting Watson to go back to being Watson. Mm -hmm. And I think I've seen some people,
0: but for it's, the most part. A lot of people
2: are not. He's not mentioned among no. the top quarterbacks. Uh-uh. No. But I think everyone here expects that to happen. Yes. If that happens, yeah. No limit to how good they can be. Yeah, this is the most talented team that they've had. Certainly, yes. I think since they I think since they came back. I mean, I have to go back and look at the O2 yeah. team. But, yeah, I
0: think this is the most oh, talented yeah. team. I mean, wait, I mean. They've never had a more talented quarterback than Deshaun no, Watson. No, I don't think so. Never. I no. don't think. I don't give a rat's ass about Otto Graham. Don't bring up Otto Graham to me. <laughs> I don't care about Otto Graham. There were eight teams. I don't browser. give a shit about Otto Graham. I don't care. He was a random white dude. He probably couldn't play now. Love
3: him. Let's go. Mike. We got the poll results here from our question of the day, which was the Cleveland Brown defensive line is the best in blank. And the answer to the poll is brought to us, as always, by PCC Airfoils. If you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, well, PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. The question was, the Cleveland Browns defensive line is the best in blank. We gave them four options, over 500 votes. Mm-hmm. 8% said the Browns have the best D line in football. 50% say the Browns have the best defensive line in the division. 9% say the best defensive line in the AFC conference. And 33% say none of the above. So, As opposed to the AFC non-conference? Well, just they don't have the best in any. I'm just busting second your best, balls. third best. So all uh, right, very good. So pretty most... split. That actually, the fact that we had a third say none. That's pretty reasonable. Good job yeah. by there for yeah. not for not being too uh,
0: too biased. So 81% said either the best in the division. No, 67.
3: 33 said none of the above.
0: No, 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 no. 80. I think wasn't it a total between best in the division and none of the above? Wasn't that a total of 80%? Or no? oh, oh,
3: yeah, yeah, best in the division. Or yeah, so the
0: I think those people are all being reasonable. At this point without by the way one last thing on the browns before we move on and get to some some calf stuff guys this was not on our rundown but of course Tyvis texted right before the show and goes brown's twitter is talking about zeke elliott some random you know people on twitter i don't know who this is how many times does anybody think zeke elliott makes any sense for the browns and you guys what do you think because i think it makes no sense
2: if zeke elliott went to purdue would we be having this conversation?
1: That's no. a, I, that's the first time no. we we've talked about the Ohio State angle. Yeah, you are correct. I don't think uh, I don't think Zeke would have been. I remember, mentioned like that like if, if he wasn't from Ohio of State.
2: of course, not. I remember when like David Lighty was coming out of the draft and oh, Cavs wow. fans were like go
0: get David wow. Lighty Why, like David. if David
2: Lighty was from Poughkeepsie would you care at all about David, David Lighty, Lighty. Wow. and it's the same thing with Zeke like I mean, you might as well go get Kareem Hunt and bring him back.
1: Who's a, that little, as, who's who's that little shooting guard they had? They transferred from Xavier the, during, the, during the championship run. I think it, he started with like Conley, but he was a two-guard. I'm going to have to look it up, oh, though. I covered By the way, team. Zeke is younger
0: than you think. He's actually just going to turn 28 this summer. However... Ain't no tread left on them tires. He doesn't... Li- listen, you still need a fourth and one. You're on the goal line. He can help you. But Nick Chubb's already good at that stuff. What yeah. do I need Zeke Elliott for? Yeah. I got to... The running back position is a young man's game. More mm-hmm. than any other position in football. Mm-hmm. I got a young back. I got to see what he's made of. I'll, I'll give him some opportunity. Like Nick him. Chubb's my guy. I don't need Zeke Elliott doing this. I don't need that. <laughs> Let him go somewhere else and do it. I think he can still contribute to a team. I don't think he's a fit here. And I agree with you. If I If I had to choose between Zeke and Hunt, not that I really want to either back on this team. On this team, not wouldn't be back for Zeke. I actually think Hunt would make more
1: sense yes. between the two because at least he's more of a pass-catching back. Zeke, right. Zeke just does not. He don't. He don't seem explosive to me. No, man. he's lost. Like, that. like like if he like now remember when Zeke had the mid-drift on right when Zeke was wearing the halter tops at yeah. Ohio State with that Jack. Yeah, this dude was getting the rock and leaving people. Yeah, like he was getting the ball and running past everybody straight. No cuts, nothing. Just Zeke Elliott wide open. Yeah. Now, now he's getting hit like he needs to go to. I'll
0: tell you where he should go. I don't know if they're interested in him. If I'm him, the team that makes sense is the Chargers. Because their back, they're only back is Eckler, mm-hmm. and he's more of like the scat back, yeah. you know, pass catching back. He's really good. But you could use Elliott as like your goal line fourth down back with the Chargers. That makes sense. The Browns don't need that. I don't understand it. And Jason's right. If he didn't play at Ohio State, nobody, nobody even talking about no. it. The guy's obviously seen his better day. All right, Mikey, let's switch, switch things up. you got a good question for us when it comes to the NBA. By the we way. Do, yes.
3: What's that? Uh, and, and real quick, the report that came out this morning about the Zeke Elliott interest in other teams. That's from a bogus source, right? Came from an absolute nobody. Yeah, I don't know why anybody brought that up. But you know how Twitter works. It's not just Brown's Twitter. It is it is Twitter in general. Any rumor becomes news, and then it becomes a talking point. But this came from absolutely no incredible. Yeah. Don't put any anything but, into it. I mean, yeah. this is
0: the new
1: Elon
3: Musk yeah. Twitter. By Everybody, the
0: way, <laughs> before you ask us this Cavs-related question, we just got to talk for a minute because I don't know how much you guys talked about it yesterday, and Jason and I weren't here yesterday. What an embarrassing performance. I guess we shouldn't be surprised. You know, Mike mentioned Doc Rivers got fired. Oh,
3: if you're going with the Sixers, that's the second part of our NBA conversation. Sorry, so my we'll bad. I it. forgot
0: about that. Go ahead. We'll so, get to it later.
3: Okay. Uh, this next segment, by the way, is brought to us by the USFL. I know yeah. we're talking basketball, but on weekends throughout the summer, the spring, and into the fall, the USFL is family. Friendly fun for everybody. Check them out. They play in Canton all over the country. Tickets for $10. Check them out at USFL.com. Well worth the news. Uh the Cavs obviously had a wing issue this year. We know that. I'd say so. They had nobody to play really the three position, and when it counted most, they turned to Danny Green, Isaac Okoro they tried Dean Wade, it didn't work. No matter how you slice and dice it, they have an issue at the three position. And they don't have a ton of money to spend. They have a mid level exception. They could they're going to bring back Karis Levert. But as it currently stands, Steve, you can take the graphic right here. These are the wings under contract, assuming Lavert comes back for the Cavaliers next season. Lavert, Akuro, course, course. Jetty Osmond, Lamar Stevens, Dean Wade, and Sam Merrill, who Bull did not know was a real player, Yeah, who he is. Jason, <laughs> yeah. real quick, one sentence. Would you give a scouting report on Sam Merrill to Bull? One sentence. Shoot. He's a white dude, isn't he? The white guy who shoots, I yes. knew he was white.
0: He can
2: shoot. So,
3: <laughs> I scavenged the interweb. Mm. The free agent market, the upcoming free agent market. For guys who I think realistically, these are three realistic targets for the Cavs who I think could fill that 3 and D spot. I'm going to present them to you. You guys tell me which one you like the most. And if any of the three can actually move the needle for the Cavs. First, Lakers 3 and D wing, Malik Beasley. He's an unrestricted free agent. Number two, Dante DiVincenzo. He played postseason minutes for the Warriors this year, former Buck. He played at Villanova, won a national championship. And last but not least, Georges Niang of the 76ers, a little bigger 3 and D guy. He's kind of more of a stretch four than a true 3 and D, but he did shoot 40% from three this year, can play in the playoffs, was in the Sixers rotation in this uh, postseason. So not great. But of those three choices, Mm -hmm. who do you like the most? Are you excited about any of those? I
2: think DiVincenzo can help him. Yeah. I think, doesn't he have a player option, Mikey? I think he's, Mike, does he have a player option? I think he's, I think he's, I, think, I
3: don't believe – I'll double check, but he I'm was on the, the sure, list of wing free agents.
2: Well, because he's probably going to decline it because it's Ro- okay. less than $5 million.
3: All So, right, he'll, so prob- probably,
2: yeah. he'll probably decline it and go if back to the, the market. If he's the best
0: three on the market – I mean,
2: right there, I was just going to say, I thought he shot around 40%. Right there it is. 40% three-point shooter. That's okay. what they need. Like, I screamed all through the playoffs, shooting, 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 shooting. Now, nine and a half points per game isn't going to get anyone excited. But remember what team he's, he's on. He's playing with the Warriors. Yeah, he's yeah. playing with the Warriors. But he does have postseason experience. He has big game experience. He can shoot it. You would hope that he, he he was up and down in this postseason, but he's a role player. That's what role players do. They tend to be erratic. The at whole times. team was up and down. Yeah. yeah. Well, for, if you can shoot 40% from three, you can play on my team. And that's that's what I think the Cavs need to focus on more than anything is shooting. And I like DiVincenzo a little bit more than those other guys. He, uh, DiVincenzo does,
3: by. by the way, have a player option, but it's for $4 million. He okay. almost certainly yeah. opted he out. He been originally drafted
1: by Milwaukee. Yes. 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 Okay, I'm I'm taking him like, look, look, I, not only can he shoot, he's more athletic than the rest of the George Niang. Now, I like Niang too. He, he pisses me off when we play him because he never wants to lose. I don't like him and Struis. They're the same guy. They're twins. I don't like them. Uh, they just, they, they piss me off the way they play. But if, also shot 40% if, from three. If they want to, if you could swap, I don't know how much money they got. If you could swap. Niang and Diva Chinghou out for like a Lamar Stevenson and and, uh, and, and and I don't know who else we got on the bench? A Jetty or something? You take it, bro. But are these real can they get these guys
0: for yes. the mid level exception? Yeah. All, I all think,
3: three of these guys and Jason, you can come back. But these are three realistic options for the mid level exception, which is the money they do right. have to spend, these guys would fit and into the mid level. What exception.
0: was what, what did Beasley shoot this year?
3: 30, you take Beasley's stacks 37, 38. Yeah, I was gonna say thirty five. They're all the guys who have made threes. Beasley's fallen out of the rotation. He shot thirty six percent this year. Uh he's kind of fallen out of the Lakers rotation, but he was a bigger part of the offense rotation in Minnesota and Utah. Yeah. So let me ask Lakers. you guys
0: a question. Because I'm not gonna be a phony. I don't know, I don't know these guys well enough to make it a, a good opinion, so I'm gonna bring it to you guys. Um Who's the best? you like Devin the best? Yeah. Who do you like the best of those? Three? Mikey, who do you like the best of those three?
3: I think DiVincenzo makes the most sense, even though he's a little undersized for the three. So it's another smaller three for when the. So post can he defend other out. threes? He hustles. He's a better go- defender of a guard than a, a true wing, and he's more af- He's he's not a
1: regular white dude. Like he can, he's athletic. <laughs> like his name Back. is da- His name is Dante. Yeah. He, like that's one. That's true. He he he. he, he, he have more, a name? He, he listen. He can put the ball on the on the on the ground yeah. three, four, five, six dribbles and create a little bit. Now you ain't gonna ask him to put a ball in his hands, but I mean he's George Nyang is is he's like a step more athletic than me. I'm just wondering now if I'm a regular white dude, am I just, you're a
0: regular, a regular dude. white.
1: dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You don't, Damn, you don't, no special white dude. If here. you don't own any mid tops, do you like, <laughs> that's, like that's those are the coolest is, things I've got right there. <laughs> that's it. If you don't got mids, that, so that means makes you, me definitely a regular. Oh, mid-tops. listen, you got, <laughs> but you I don't even Brooks. consider myself a white dude. Well, you can, I guess you could just say you're Jewish.
0: Yeah. I don't. You could get that. That's a I distinction. I, don't, I feel like I'm in my own category. Okay. Uh, okay. So, you didn't answer though. In the end, can like where does, how much better is Divincenzo than the than the non-Levert guys on that list,
2: yes, or he's even better. Levert? He's the better. answer is yes.
0: He's better than him. So DiVincenzo's is a better shooter than anybody they got, of the others. More consistent. Yes. Yeah.
3: For his career, just to give you numbers, yeah. for Divincenzo from three, he shot twenty-seven percent as a rookie. Not good. Three attempts. Next season, 34% on four attempts. Next Damn. season, 39% on five attempts. Then in Milwaukee in 2021, he got traded midway through the season. He only played 42 games that year, but he shot 35%. And this past season, on five attempts per game, 5.3, he shot 39.7%. So pretty consistently, a high 30s yeah. three-point shooter. Okay. Uh,
0: and he's, what, 24 years old, 25 years old, something like that? He's, he's older not- than that.
3: He just turned oh, 26. Okay. Just turned 26.
0: Okay. He's not old. but he's No, like he's young. not old.
3: I mean, it seems like,
0: it, to me, again, it seems like, okay, he helps them. He probably makes them better. But is he a difference maker to them getting to another round? Probably not, You're right? not going to find a difference no. maker. You can't get a guy like that. You're him. not going to find a difference maker. Is he the best guy they can reasonably get? Probably? Uh, barring a trade, yeah, probably. Okay. And who would be available in trade? Like,
2: I don't know. It's so hard. Because you, you don't know what teams – I do think – I mean, we've had this discussion before. I don't think they're moving Jared Allen. But I do think that Jared Allen does have value. I know he got cooked against the Knicks, and it didn't go well for him. But, you know, I, I talked to a couple teams after that. we were like, yeah, I still like Jared Allen. Yeah, he can, he, he's a he can player in this league. So I do think if they did want to explore that, I think that there's value there
1: for him. I just don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to run this back. Bull, this is, to me, I've already resigned myself to thinking and looking at the big plan. They are, to me, I don't see any way that they don't lose Donovan Mitchell. This is what it is. Mm. And I think the, what they're telling you is they're trying to slow play you a little bit. They're trying to just be like, uh, don't worry about it. If he does leave, we have some other things we can do. Mm. That They're doing that in real time, because honestly, if you don't have any way, these are the best players you can get, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not dumb. We ain't dumb. Look at that level. These guys is playing in the playoffs. Look at the level. Yeah, this is this is master class level. And if the Cavs play the best they're capable of, they're still not on this level. And so, okay, well, how do you make the team better? If he says he's not going to trade anybody and you take him at his word, mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell goes into next season. The Cavs are one through five seed. They come, they play. Maybe they win a first round series. They and get bounced in the second round. Now, Donovan Mitchell has one year left and you're looking at where can we, we ship him to? That's right. So I, I don't understand what unfair, like, fair. I think say? it's
2: unfair. Okay, I, I think they can be better than that. Like I, I I said this year, I thought they were the third best team in the East. You now, did? yeah, now i never liked Philly. I never bought into Philly. I got yeah. the receipts on that. Now, Philly had a better regular season. They went farther. And a better postseason, even though they yeah, choked. And they went farther. But I've never bought into the Philly. I don't like Harden. I don't like
0: Embiid.
1: I don't think the Cavs can beat Philadelphia. Oh, I think they can. Next uh, year, I think. Is they
0: Philadelphia can. gonna blow let me ask you this. Is Philadelphia gonna blow things up after another embarrassing loss? They fire their coach. And I know this guy's making a, an absurd amount of money, but is there any way they could trade for Tobias Harris? The Cavs. The Cavs? He's no. making like forty million next year. Yeah. I know he's overpaid, but he's a good player. Philly
3: would love to get rid of him, I'll tell you that. I've he's making 39 million next year, but I don't know how in the world they finagle that. But play. isn't he
0: a good player? I mean, I know he's not he's worth not a 40 million dollar I know that, but he's a lot better than anybody else What's they he
2: have. he got left on his contract. One year.
1: It's only one, one year. year. They they are gonna... Is he not a lot better than anybody yes. they have? They're going to have to make one of these decisions, boo. Like yeah. you're going to have to over either you're going to overpay somebody that ain't worth it. Like, because in, in in I just don't see where like if we say they could be Philadelphia, Joel Embiid dominates against us. Like right. he's unstoppable. Like, but against these other teams, sure he shrinks to the to the party yeah. when it's Boston. But like like we watching Boston. They're
0: good. Let me let me ask you guys. If Tobias Harris I know he's overpaid, but who cares? If Tobias Harris is in this starting lineup, how much better are the Cavs?
1: A lot.
3: Eh. Better, not a lot. He's you don't good, think he's
0: significantly better than Dante DiVincenzo or Karis LeVert? I, I mean, A, he's older. He doesn't really
3: but defend that well. But it's one year. Well.
0: It's one year, and you think, well, maybe Donovan Mitchell's going to leave. So let's get, get the best small, you know, wing player we can get. I mean, I don't think they can get but somebody how better are you than getting
2: that? how are you fitting this $40 million salary? Go over the cap. Eff it. But you still have to, if you're going to trade for him, you still yeah. have to make the salaries match. Okay. So Jared Allen will get you 20 million. He'll get you halfway there, but okay. I don't know where you're going to come up. You trade
3: Jared and Karras to equal Tobias. That's 40.
2: Well, there you go. And and now you're really deficient at wing without without Karras there. I don't know. They're screwed. But
1: isn't he a lot better than Karras and, and, and No, I'm, You don't think he's a lot better than Karras?
2: So there's two debates here that in terms of like yeah. the, the cap and maybe. Uh, for the for sake of this argument we'll carry that out maybe that doesn't put them into the tax yeah. mike does the money match enough to where they're not in the ta- they're not a tax paying team with those Ooh, two the, the cavs yeah for for the cavs no? for the sake of the argument yeah if, if you do the it's essentially, it. a okay. essentially a wash essentially okay. a wash all right because like you don't the, the cavs feeling on this and i don't think this has changed they don't want to become a tax paying team until evan signs his extension and they want to try and, and, okay. and suppress it until then because once you start that clock you can't stop it. Right. And and the repeat offender tax is really getting out of control now in terms of how punitive it is and the way that they're cracking down on these owners. So. You, so but now the other track is well, you have Donovan Mitchell here right now that's right and you have to win right now and you've said he's you think he i, I think i think next year very well if they don't win I think next he's year gone. i think next year very well could so be So what right. I'm saying is so now do you start the yeah. clock now yes. trying to keep him right. but now you've just screwed yourself 3 4 years from now like you 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 really messed up your cap but,
0: okay but in the end it's just money from a billionaire who cares Dan blinked like people don't Dan's realize he's not running the show. Anymore, no, but it's
2: still right? his checkbook. It's his money. He's, he's richer than God. I'm telling Let's you, go. I'm telling you now you uh, well, have to suffer because no. a billionaire is going to be cheap. No, what no, that when they, when it came repeat offender time, yeah, he didn't want to pay it. I think I'd have to go back and look. because yeah. I don't want to get this wrong. They, I think it was very that they moved that they didn't have to That's they right. Didn't have to move, you're it. right? But they dumped that money because they were bringing on Channing and and the way that like even dan blinked like the repeat offender got so bad yeah that even dan blinked on it and and it's it, worse now and it's worse it's now it's worse
3: now the new cba which sucks by the way. i'm very okay. upset the new cba rules oh. i'd finally understood the nba salary cap luxury tax offenders and now they completely changed everything it's a pain uh, in the ass
1: uh, well, well let me yeah. ask you this well, well here's the problem when you sit down as an organization and, and they're looking at three, four years down the line, with with, with, with ramifications on repeat offender taxes and stuff. If you had the foresight to do that and look three, four years in line, why did you not say, well, we're going to trade three, four years of one That's of our right. picks for Donovan Mitchell, right. and, and then not do anything? And then let me say something else to that point. Okay,
0: the Golden State Warriors are done, aren't they? Probably. They have. They they are in cap. They power. are. They are done. They're LeBron's going to be another year older. I know it's ridiculous. Eventually, he's going to hit the wall. <laughs> Eventually, he's going to fall point. off. People have been saying that for five years. Good gracious. I mean, <laughs> the league is, it feels like but, the league's kind of open right now. But
2: I think that's why the, they want to sort of keep their powder dry on the tax. Oh, sort of what you're just saying. The Celtics aren't going to be good forever. The Sixers aren't going to be good forever. It's all in the East right now. I actually think the Lakers could win the whole thing. Yeah, but sure. it's all in the East right now. That's where the power is. But it's not always going to be that way. And the Cavs have, if you if you want to count Darius and Evan and, and Jarrett, which they are, if you want to count those three guys, yeah. they're going to have more staying power than a lot of these other teams. But, Jason,
0: what, as G said, and I agree, what was the point of trading for Donovan Mitchell because if you were going to go all in? I
2: agree. I, I understand that. I yeah. get it. And it may have been a little early to push all in, but you never know when these guys are going to become available. Right. And, and he fit age wise. He fit need wise. He fit what they needed. So they I pushed get all it. in. So and why- it's hard for me. It's hard for me to kill him for this because yeah. I, I killed him over Kyrie because they had a chance to right. win and they didn't go for and it. And I'm not. Well, now they feel like they have a chance to win and they did go for it. Right. So
0: You can't kill them both ways. Agreed. And I'm not killing them for trading for Donovan Mitchell, but I will kill him if they're not willing to go into the tax to make the team as good as possible and try to win a championship next It's, year. it's a
2: tough spot to be and in. And so, in my it's mind, they need
0: to acquire the best wing player they can possibly get at whatever cost it takes financially. Now, I'm not saying trade Evan Mobley or whatever. No, I'm not saying that. But if I have to trade Jared Allen or Lavert, if I have to go over the tax, I'm a freaking
1: billionaire. Let's go. Do and, it. I want to win. And here's the, here's the thing. If we're smart enough to understand this, What is his agent telling Donovan? His agent is telling him, listen, if if the Cavs really were were in all in on winning, like they said they were and they feel like they need you are a piece they will do what they need to do to improve this roster. And when you say we're not going to make any significant moves. Yeah, everyone is savvy enough to say, well, maybe Altman was hyperbole. He's not going to say that he'll do some stuff. But then there's no coincidence that Donovan Mitchell is at these other NBA games, dapping people up, hugging people at half court because he's saying, look, I want to be here. I want to be in this level. And you're telling me that we are here, but you're not willing to do anything, make any sacrifices right. for here. And and the bottom
0: line is the Cavs don't have a lot of assets to trade. So the only way they can get better at that position is to probably trade for a guy who's yes. overpaid and a team wants to get rid of. Is there a guy better than Harris? I'd
3: have to, I'd have the to scour yeah, the uh, the rosters again, but... I mean, It's Tab- a weak free agent class.
0: Okay, so if it's a weak free agent class, you just mentioned three guys.
1: Tobias Harris is better than all those guys, I think. Probably. What about Harrison Barnes? Eh, he makes a lot of money too. Hey, no Harrison Barnes. He can hit a three.
2: No, he- I'm not a big Harrison Barnes.
1: Okay, uh, we we, keep, we we still going down the line. Hey, Jalen Brown, what is he doing? He's going to get traded what are you doing? Yeah, but whether the Cavs see in his case, the Cavs have nothing to trade. Together. Oh, They would have to dip into the they had to dip into the real players, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> Whereas Tobias <laughs> not the to fake players, right. Tobias <laughs> Harris, <laughs> you they can get just to, to into, take him
0: off their cap. Yeah,
1: yeah but that's
0: that's, a, I, that's why I'm thinking like Tobias Harris is the perfect player because he's good. He's just not 40 million good. But if guy. you're willing to take the hit financially, he's worth it because you won't have to give up much to get him. Yeah,
3: It's they the Cavs, well, you do have to give up a lot to get them just to match the salaries. Like, that's like theoretically speaking, you don't have to give up, but you can't just take on. So, let's
0: say, let's say they had to trade. um, Is there anybody else they could trade besides Jared Allen? No, I'm gonna look
3: up the Cavs' current uh, contract situation to see what we could add. You don't think they would trade
0: Jared Allen no matter what?
3: I
2: wouldn't say no matter what, but I don't think they're actively shopping him this summer. No,
3: they're
1: not going and they're not gonna trade Garland. No, no, no. But
0: who's, who is their hot, besides the the big
3: four, if you okay, will? Okay, you guys ready for their salaries? Yeah. So next season, 2023 2024, Darius Garland's making 33.5 million. Forget Darius Garland, not tra- I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just going down the line. Right. He's going yeah. Go down the line. Garland's making 33.5 million. Yeah. Donovan makes 33.1. Jared Allen makes 20. Akuro makes 9. Mobley makes 9. Osman makes 6.7. Rubio makes 6.1. Dean Wade makes 5.7. Sam Merrill makes 1.9. Okay, Mar-Stevens, 1.9. Okay, Pimmies.
0: so let me ask you this, all right? Tobias, ha- the, the Sixers just want to get rid of his contract, correct?
3: Yes, they would like to do that.
0: They would, they would trade him just to get the cap relief. Is that fair? They're not looking for much in return. you think that's fair or no? Or am I
2: overstating? But if, you, if you're trading $40 million back to them, you're not relieving anything.
0: That's a good freaking point. Mary. <laughs> Mary. Yeah. So why are they moving around right. if right.
3: it's just one? Right.
1: Year? right.
3: They, right. they have James Harden possibly in the last year of his deal coming up. They have him be. They're gonna have a new coach. Harris is a guy who wants the ball more than he gets in Philadelphia. Okay.
0: Well, let me ask you this. I'm gonna get it here either. Could
3: you trade wow. Philly?
0: Could you trade Philly Isaac Okoro, Jenny Osman, and Ricky Rubio, and some second round picks. To get Tobias Harris. No, that's not enough money. Mm-mm. Money has Yes, it enough. is. Say no, it again. That's, tw- that's 21 million. He's making 40. Oh, shoot. He's making 40 million. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Keep Bro. going. Oh, my God. Go. Right, well, you'd have, so you'd have to trade Jared Allen. Yeah. I have, have to or LeVert.
3: Or LeVert. How be much LeVert make? Place. Well, he could be a sign-in-trade. Sign He's and probably going to get 18, 19 million. All
0: right. So, who would you rather? If you're trading for Tobias Harris, who would you rather trade? Allen or, or LeVert? Probably LeVert, right?
2: Man, this uh, honestly, I'd put Mobley at the five and surround him with shooters. There that's, it is. That's that's trade out. I mean. <clears throat> yeah. There
0: okay. it is. So let me ask you this: Could you trade Allen and those three slap that I mentioned? You keep <laughs> Levert. You get uh, Tobias Harris, and you sign Dante Divincenzo to the, to the exception. You don't go. In fact, you now you gave away over forty million in that trade for players. You'd have to get a bunch of slap back from Philadelphia, like. Lower roster guys.
3: Let me ask you a question: yeah. Will Philadelphia ever take a non-shooting center to pair with Joel Embiid?
2: Yeah, that's the other problem with that. Mm. They're not taking. James and Jared Allen. Allen is more trade value than Tobias
0: Harris, far I, more, far more.
3: Well, I, I see where you're coming from. I totally get. I'm you. just saying, like, you're, you're trying to think of a trade. I'm I, trying I, to think I of I a way, like, it.
0: by that, if you could somehow add Harris and De Vincenzo, right two right legitimate good team. shooters and scorers, the Cavs would be a lot better. If you could do that without breaking up, you know, the What,
1: three, what, what do you think about Kyle Kuzma? I like Kuz. Is uh, he a free agent? I like Kuz. I, I believe he's, he's going to make a lot gonna of money. He's going to get more though.
2: than um he's going to get more Chris
1: than Kristaps Porzingis. <clears throat> he's always hurt, isn't he? he? Yeah, he's got a lot of injuries. Uh Cam Johnson is another guy. He's restricted. Though. He's That's restricted. The issue with him carmelo anthony no i'm straight oh i need something stronger <laughs> <in>
3: than <this> <laughs> uh, with that it's a great time to remind the world that the lunch hour of the ultimate cleveland sports show is sponsored by colleagues Companies championship you can see all of your favorite golf legends playing the college Companies championship july 12th through the 16th at the famous firestone country club it is fun family friendly events all week long featuring a brand new fan zone experience Free attendance for kids and concerts every single night. There is something for everyone, and you can learn more at collegegolf.com.